You are listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. I have a room full of young men from Summertime 6 today. Um, We're going to go to their first song as a kick me off for the um, start of the show and then I'm going to introduce them. Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. Can you hear it?
How about that to start the show? That's so exciting. That is summertime six on Triple H, 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. Welcome. The last show of the year. And this is a show that covers health and well-being through connection to people, people in our community and people beyond who share with us their experiences, their choices and consequences, and regardless of age, their innate wisdom. By discerning and getting a sense of what is transferable from what these guests share, we can then choose to apply the relevant aspects in our lives and in our community and develop programs that found a more sustainable and loving and heartfelt way to be with each other, thereby improving our physical and mental health. This week's show is fun packed. I'm so excited that I'm normally in here either on my own or with one person. I have six people sitting in front of me sharing headphones, sharing mics. So it's going to be very much a a fly by the seat of our pants show today. Obviously very organized behind the scenes, but who knows what's going to come. I am... This, Sometimes Six are a band that came together from Normanhurst Boys High School. Um, I was there in the week and I have to say a big thank you to uh, the the guys from the prefects and the um, social justice team for having a white ribbon afternoon tea. I was a guest speaker along with Barbara um, from the Hornsby Kuringai Women's Shelter and I, we had the most amazing time. We were incredibly well looked after. And, um, yeah, just had a um, a beautiful afternoon and it was very inspiring to see the change that is coming through that school. This is a band, Summertime Six, are a band who I saw playing in Hornsby Mall uh, a good couple of months ago. They were... Um, they were interested in what they were doing they were looking after each other they were chatting with each other they were you could see they enjoyed playing with each other and therefore I really enjoyed listening to them and watching them and I just just stood there for a little bit as I was waiting for for someone to arrive and and as I looked around there were people who were slowly you know tapping their toes and shaking their shoulders and Look, when you when you hear the chicken, you can understand how and why. So today in the studio, and they'll say hello when I when I introduce them, just so you know, I'm not on my own or I'm not lying. We've got Dan. Hey. Tom. Hi. Patrick. Hi. Daniel. Hi. Sam. Hello. And Lachlan. Hey. <laughs> See, six, seven of us in this studio. If anyone knows the Triple H studio, you'll know that that is quite a feat. But we're here. We're doing it. Now... I was quite interested to have a chat with the boys because when I looked on their their um, their webpage, I see that they actually have a bit of a focus on mental health. It's not everything, but it, there's a little bit of a focus there. They have done um, an assignment on busking. And so I thought that our audience, one, of course, everything about my show is is, you know, about working out a way to live in this world and have positive mental health, feeling great about ourselves, but also putting yourself out there in Hornsby, Chatswood Mall, you know, how do you do it? So when you first decided to get together in your band at school, tell me how you go, Dan, how did it start? Well, yeah, so... uh I'd seen a few buskers around and I thought that'd be a pretty cool thing to do. But, uh, you know, uh, it was just about organising it. So my mum actually uh, said to me, hey, you've got a good group of musicians in your friend group. Why don't you start busking? So we got a few of us together and started playing some Christmas songs. And uh, we all really enjoyed that, you know, jamming to some Christmas songs, you know, jazzing them up a bit. Yeah. 
And then uh, we started playing jazz songs as well. And we realized that we got uh, a lot more of an audience when we played those uh, jazz songs. So that's when we started to shift to more of the jazz music. So what is your favorite jazz song to play? Oh, um, I'm going to go through all of you, so prepare yourself. Yeah, I reckon for me, um, on the bass line, it's a, a good one to play uh, Chameleon. Uh, okay. It's a really good one to jam on, yeah. And you're, you play the um, sax? The I play the baritone. baritone. So it's just, uh, it's like a small tuba. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I play all the bass lines, yeah. That would, that would. How long have you been playing that? Because that's quite a big instrument for a small person. You're clearly a, a large man now, but, you know, when you were little... So I actually played trumpet in uh, primary school Smart and me. then uh, <laughs> um, it was about, I think, year eight. My teacher asked me to start playing euphonium in the school band because mm. we didn't have any. So yep. I shifted over to that in year eight and we've been playing it ever since. Wow. Yeah. Multi-talented. All righty, Tom, what do you play? Um, I also played trumpet. I've played since year three. Yeah. And I did do a short stint on euphonium, but... I went back to playing trumpet. No trombone yet. Okay. All right. And do you like it? Yeah, love it. Yeah. Very cool. What are you on, Patrick? Um, well, for the band, when we play, bu- when we go busking, I play guitar. I bring a portable amp with me. But um, when we're at school, just jamming or whatever, I can play piano and drums as well if we want to swap around. We all like to jam around on multiple instruments. So, yeah. That's cool. What about you, Daniel? Yeah, so I play the percussion for the band. Um, so when we go busking, I bring my cajon, which is just like a small um, wooden box that has some features that makes it good for sort of uh, hitting in certain ways. And I'd say that my favourite jazz song is The Chicken because it has a cool drum beat. Yeah, I was going to say, you looked very at home um, when you were busking, just in really in your own world, but hearing everything that was going on, but... Yes, you looked very happy. I remember that small thing. I was going to say that's a lot to carry around, but it isn't. It's one drum. Yeah, and it doesn't weigh much either. Wow, you get the best deal in the funny way. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Uh, well, I play the tenor saxophone mostly, but I also have an alto saxophone, which is a slightly smaller saxophone. Yeah. And occasionally we swap our instruments and switch it all up. So I'll play tenor and Lachlan will play soprano. Yeah. And then we'll switch and I'll play alto and he'll play tenor. So it's... And tell me, when you're playing those instruments, is it, uh, is it, uh, does it all come from the instrument or does it also come from your body, how you play them, because they're different registers? Well, the way you play your instrument, like, I don't know about brass, but uh, particularly in woodwind, it's a focus on the instrument and your embouchure and how you hold yourself. So mm-hmm. you have a lot about breathing and your diaphragm supporting yourself. Yeah. But also with your mouth and your embouchure and how you press your mouth against the mouthpiece. Yes. And where if you're not supporting it well enough, you'll get a really off sound. Yeah. And it'll just sound horrendous. So without that, it's a pretty awful sound to listen to. Mm. I've heard that one a few times. <laughs> How about you, Lachlan? Uh, so as Sam said, we, we both play saxophone. Um, I play tenor as well as soprano. Uh, when we're busking, usually I'll play soprano, though, and Sam will be on tenor, so it adds a nice variety to the sound yeah. and the colour. And what's your favourite song? Oh, I, like, I also like uh, Chameleon. Chameleon, <laughs> yes. yeah. It's a band favourite. Uh, really, we haven't got that to play today, so oh, we, we might have to. It's not. It's not on your. Might have to come thing. and listen to us when we're busking sometimes. I think that would be good. I'll bring my little recorder. I seem to get reasonable sound off that, and I can just play a live set. 
that would be very cool haven't done that so much on the show um or otherwise we should put you in touch with the council and see if they can maybe organize something because taramara council did you go in for their um uh guys got talent we haven't really done any talent shows we've just done uh couple of performances at school but uh, nothing like that yet mm. but we're, we're really interested to do something like that yeah. well i know the council the youth services in the council are very keen to hear about young musicians in the area so i will um i'll put you in touch with them and if i hear of anything going on i'll certainly recommend you because i think it'd be quite funky i quite like that how about I play Stand By Me next and we talk about the assignment you had to do on busking and um, how someone who's never done anything before could perhaps get into it. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. So this is Stand By Me by Summertime 6 on Triple H 100.1 FM and Stay In The Loop with Lucy. There we go.
you go. Stand by me from summertime six. Uh, I can only tell you the oohs and ouches. You'd think that someone was physically assaulting these boys as they listen to mistakes they think that they've made in the music or, oh, look, that didn't start with enough energy. You know, we need to look at that. I totally missed out on all of it. Um, I just, I, I mean, I could, I could see the beginning I could see the beginning, what you were saying about the beginning, but, but Patrick was looking like he was physically in pain through parts of it, and then Tom would suddenly go, oh, and head off down the side. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, I obviously missed all of it and was just enjoying the Stand By Me moment. But this Stand By Me formed part of a project, didn't it? It formed part of an assignment. So, Tom, tell us about how it even came about. Um, so we had a year-long assignment for school and we got to term three and none of us had any idea what we were going to do. Okay. So we're like, you know what, why don't we join together and do something together? Yeah. Because none of us have anything better to do for our assignment. <laughs> so we decided that we would um, do a little bit of a study, a bit of research on busking itself. Yeah. And in particular, we, um, our goal was to work out how different factors and conditions kind of affect audience um, participation and audience reaction to our playing. So we looked at things like the weather and the type of music that we play and things like that. Um, and we like we quantified it in terms of how much we got so we could get statistics and things on that. Uh, leading on from what Tom was saying, yep. when we started in Term 3, didn't it wasn't actually a flop of an assignment. It actually went quite well, and we did get highly commended for it. So it wasn't as bad as Tom made it sound. <laughs> but it, it actually leads on quite well from what you were saying about the recording, because that recording was done in a studio, wasn't it? It was, well, it was done in your classroom space. Mm, yes. But when you talk about uh, when you play live, there is a different feel to how you play. Yeah, well, um, when we're performing live or just generally busking, it's kind of a much more energetic feel because we're much more into it, whereas when we're recording, to us, it feels a bit stale and um, unenergetic, but um, when we're performing, there's a lot more energy because there's also people there to motivate us to play better. Hmm, so. okay. And that, that was that ever part of your research? For our final kind of um, presentation, we had a video that we made that we stitched together us playing in different areas. Yep. And I think you could definitely tell the difference playing live as to just playing a little room. Yes. It's a different atmosphere and a different feel and obviously the music would sound different as a result of that. Yep. And yeah, as Tom was saying, like the feel, uh, as Tom and Pat were saying, really, the feeling that you get when you're busking to people and you see them, you know, smiling and clapping along, like it's, it's so much fun and, uh, it really does bring energy. Um, yeah, I think it's so much, I think, easier to perform well uh, yes. in front of a crowd, especially when they're getting an energetic because the more energy that we get, uh, the more energy we can give as well. Well, that's what I noticed when I was watching you. You, but you, were, you were part of what was making it work because you were having so much fun. It made people smile looking at you, enjoying yourself. It didn't feel imposing. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, obviously, there's good days and bad days. So some days we will have booked a time to busk and we just rock up and we're not feeling it at all. We're just like, oh, man, it's raining. There's not many people around. We're not really feeling our A game. Um, 
So there are good days and bad days, but most of the time, kind of once you get into the swing, then you feel a little bit better. Um, and it usually ends up pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Leading on from what Tom was saying, it's we kind of feed off each other and like in a performance, we'll be up there. And if you're, if you see solo buskers, you, you can see them just sitting there and they can be excellent buskers, but they're not seeming to have as much fun. Yeah. When we're all up there as a group, we, we always laugh at each other. We're always joking around, having a lot of fun. If someone does make a mistake, as will frequently happen, we'll just have a laugh at each other and just move on. Yeah. And no one really notices. Yeah. Loxham, do you, do you like working as a team and as a group? Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine uh, busking by myself. It'd be nowhere near as fulfilling and, and just as exciting as busking with these boys. And was it you that was telling me that when one person's away or two people are away, it's, there's more that goes wrong? Was it you? I can't remember. If, maybe it was Sam. I think that was, that was Tom, but um, I totally oh. agree. <laughs> no, um, for our assignment, Lachlan actually did some um, statistics. He calculated that when we have one person away, we experience a 40% drop in profits. Was yeah, uh, 42%. Wow. Less. That is fascinating. So there's something about the number six as well. <laughs> Claim it. That's one of my favourite numbers. Um, yeah, like Sam was saying before, we're really interdependent. So there's not any one of us who stands out or is um, kind of... If one of us is away, then we all suffer. So yes. We all depend on each other. And therefore, you all have to look after each other, actually, don't yeah, exactly. you? Because you need to make sure you're all okay to be able to be there. You know, you need to make sure that there's balance for all of you in all yeah. of your lives. That's a good point, actually, because uh, on the baseline... Uh, I often find I get quite tired because, you know, we could play a piece for 10, 15 minutes and it can uh, get really tiring. So I'll just, you know, nod to one of the other boys saying, hey, I'm uh, getting a bit tired, can I have a rest? And then somebody else will jump on the bass line on their instrument. So it's really good. We can share around, uh, you know, the strain if we need. Yeah, That's good. And you now you don't play with music at all, do you? You, you kind of wing it. Well, most wrong expression, isn't it? I'm sorry about that, Sam. <laughs> you know, it does make sense for us because most of the time we we aren't making up our own songs, so there is music for these songs somewhere. We'll just kind of know the basic structure of it. We'll know, oh, uh, there's this part, there's this part, there's a bass line, and then everyone kind of knows all the parts. Yeah. And then so we kind of, if you actually watch us closely, while we're performing, you'll see little um, people whispering to each other yeah. and people nodding to each other saying, this section now, time for your solo, or pointing. Oh, good. So we're kind of making stuff on the spot a bit, so it'll never be the exact same at any performance. What I love about that is I'm hearing there's a flow, there's a harmony, there's a rhythm between you. You're all, you're all in each other's rhythm to be able to to know exactly where to pick up and take off. Yeah, and some parts, like especially in Stand By Me, which we just played, um, you can hear that we have some sections where we just go for it and we have like a... Um, we improvise at the same time, basically, so we've got multiple solos going at the same time on top of the chords. So it's basically just making stuff up on the spot and adapting as we go. Mm, I like it. Uh, just leading on from what Pat was saying, I'm not sure if that's quite clear, but generally in Stand By Me, we'll have like one bass line at parts and then there'll be two or three people who are improvising on the spot. So you'll have half the band making up the music as they go, just knowing these notes kind of sound good and these yeah. don't. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. 
You see, that's my kind of playing, I have to say. I'm on three. I've explained to the boys I've started playing guitar. I've got three, um, you know, three strings now. I actually know four <laughs> chords. Um, I'm not ready for public performance. I will never be ready for public performance. But in my own home, I sound pretty good. I've got jingle bells, Dan Pat, just <laughs> trying to take that finger off before I hit the next chord. We've got to do some community service announcements. And then we can have another song. I want to go out on... Um, hallelujah. I want to leave enough time for us to talk about that too because I can tell you it's just gorgeous. Um, so what are we going to have? Hello in the mood? It uh, don't mean a thing or Toki's theme? I think a good one would be Toki's theme. Okay. Um, and a uh, shout out to Mr. Howell, our music teacher. He arranged us some music for this song and that was really cool. Okay. Now, um, we may need, you may need to chat while I get this ready because this I hadn't downloaded this one. So this we're going we're to trial this. This is the L plate of Google um, <laughs> going here. So uh, talk amongst yourselves. Tell us, tell our audience something that they don't know about you. Let's think. Okay, let's talk about some of the quirks of busking. Some of the funniest things you've seen while you've been busking. What was a great one once is this uh, guy came up to us. He had a plastic trumpet in his hand and. Uh, you know, uh, often you'll get people like prodding fun at us, like, oh, haha, ha. uh, you know, you're there by, uh, by yourselves. Uh, anyway, we invited him over and uh, we got him to play along with us, and that was really good f- fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was an interesting oh. sound. It was oh. an interesting sound from the uh, plastic trumpet, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone once paid us $10 to play Mary Had a Little Lamb. No, it was um, Hot Cross Buns, actually. Hot Cross oh. Buns, there you go. And we accepted. Of course, <laughs> yeah. smart move. Just yeah. pick a key, start playing, basically. Yeah. Uh, another couple of funny instances we've had is a guy actually came up to me and he said, is that a tenor saxophone? And I nodded my head, yes. And he says, I used to play that. Can I oh. have a play? Oh, so, like, so, no, you're spittling my <laughs> instrument, maybe not. That's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> So this is Toki's theme, Summertime 6.
How good is that? That was Toki's theme, uh, Patrick's recommendation on Triple H 100.1 FM. I am in the studio live with Summertime 6. We were talking before about, um, about busking. We were talking about how you, uh, how you do what you do. Um, I asked you if you had ever recorded in a studio and you said no. So I didn't realise that it wasn't common knowledge that Taramara Council have a studio that you can hire to be able to record. It's a recording studio. So I will put you in touch with them afterwards because it's all there for you if you want to use it. Yeah, I think the closest we've come to a recording studio is, uh, well, uh, in the beginning, on uh, that song there, we had uh, one mic uh, on the floor in the middle of all of us and uh, to get our levels uh, you know, uh, up properly, I was standing about five metres away from the mic, the oh, saxophones, three metres. Uh, so that was really the start. And then re- recently we've been able to um, use three mics in our recording, which has really upped the quality, uh, yes. which is really fun. Which, yeah. was the ones that we, which were the ones that uh, you played me originally, so... The first yeah, so the chicken was recorded chicken, on our yeah. uh, new setup, yeah. Which is great. And uh, yes, hallelujah on its way. Um, with that, there's so much science that's involved, isn't there, really, that, and maths involved in music that people underestimate. So the statistics that you worked out there, Lachlan, you clearly, that was a, clearly a crucial element of you knowing what works and what doesn't when you're busking. Yeah, well, so when we're busking... Uh, we can usually tell what's what's working and what's not, and we've had a lot of experience. So, um, just over the over the months, over the sessions, we just improve and we can find what works, what doesn't. And but working out, you know, how close you are to the mics—that's all. That's all maths, isn't it? Really? Oh, you're—you can do it with the with the uh, dials, but you know, there's more to it. Oh well, along with that, it's. While it's also maths, it's a special branch of maths called trial and error. Oh, so you'll often it. see we have about ten different recordings, and the first nine uh, you'll have a ridiculous, ridiculously loud guitarist or mm. drums or a very quiet trumpeter. So we'll have to kind of work that out on the go a bit. Yeah, yes. and I sort through all the recordings one by <laughs> one, go through every single track, and I delete stuff, I cut stuff, I copy and paste stuff until it all... Works. And you even edit my does all the hard work. Does he? So he's the one who can. He's the one who can actually do most of the digital post production. Well, I've never been amazing with computers, but Audacity is um, <gasps> relatively. Easy I love Audacity, isn't it? Um, a lot of our jazz, like Sam was saying, is guess and check. Because um, <laughs> we improvise all our solos, we have a saying within our band that if you play a wrong note, play it again to make it sound intentional. Um, tricks and secrets up our sleeve for if we do in the rare occurrence mess up <laughs> but no it really is guess and check and we we know what we do right and if it works then we do it again and again so we work out what works best for us what doesn't work we do a bit of experimenting when we're um, out in the open because we're never going to see the people again so we treat it as a bit of a practice session so we see what works for us and what doesn't so that's that's clever. Well, they're saying that we always do try and, you know, play the best that we can for the people watching. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's cool, actually, sometimes. Uh, this week, actually, we uh, played two days in a row at Hornsby and we saw some people who came back and watched us again, uh, which was really nice to uh, see because they obviously uh, liked what they were hearing, which is really cool. 
yeah, having busked for just over a year now, um, I've definitely noticed both at Hornsby and Chats that there's a few regulars that we see quite often. Really? Um, you know, maybe they're just going for their weekly shop and then they know that we're going to be there or they just happen to see us each time, but it's pretty cool to see the They might same be your fans. Yeah. yeah, the best feeling is, like, uh, we had somebody walk up past us. They hadn't, because in our uh, case that we get the money, we uh, have a sign, you know, saying that we're summertime six. And before somebody even saw that case, they'd heard us and they said, oh, look, it's summertime six. And that was just an awesome yeah. feeling to know that people do recognise us and, yeah. Well, I'm going to do a shout-out to my daughter who's in England, London, and she heard that I was interviewing you and went on and had a look and she said, oh, they're cool, oh, I'm going to try and listen. So... Hello to Izzy in London. It's quite good, you guys. So you've got an international following now. <laughs> Not bad, right? So um, one of the elements that you cover, um, Tom, you mentioned this before about mental health. Um, yeah, mental health is really an issue close to our hearts. And we think it's really important both as guys and as young people because they're two of the groups most affected by um, mental health issues. Um, so I think all of us in a different stage of our life have either experienced mental health or um, been close to someone who's been experienced mental health. So it is really important that we kind of talk about it and that we encourage other people to talk about it. So um, I think, like you said earlier, we did do um, a bit of an awareness thing for mental health earlier in the year. We played um, Stand By Me, which you heard earlier, um, for our school's Are You OK Day ceremony, which is a day all about talking about mental health, which mm. is really important. I think one of the tricky things when you ask someone if they're okay is actually waiting for the response and being okay for someone to say, I'm not okay. Yeah. And not, not freaking out when they say that. They're just literally, it is just stand by me. I don't need you to fix anything for me. Yeah. Just actually standing by me is, is enough. It's pretty good. And it's actually really cool together as a uh, group of guys, not just as a band. I think we've, uh, you know, grown even closer and we're able to talk about that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, we can be open about sort of that sort of stuff, although uh, for many people our age it might be difficult to talk about that because they might not feel that they have friends close enough. Yeah, so that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important, and especially for boys, to you've got to be open about what you're feeling because so many like young guys will bottle it all up inside and think, oh, I can handle this, I'm a man, I can take this on. Yeah. But then it just gets too much and you can't do it all yourself. Do you think it's difficult for boys to ask for help? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Is that because the men in your lives don't ask for help, so they're not modelling that it's okay to ask? It might be. But yeah. also I think part of it is just society telling you that you're a man, you've got to be tough, you've got to walk it off. Which, you know, to some extent, like, yeah, okay, but also it is important that we talk about it. The thing is, the, the key in that is you're a man, you need to toughen up and walk it off. But just because you're a man, you don't need to. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the killer, isn't it? It's saying, literally, it can be a killer. To say that as a man, you have a particular way that you have to be, that you have to, where you have to behave. And as a boy, you have to grow up and, and not cry if you fall over and hurt your knee. Whereas a girl doing that, oh, that's fine. No, uh, just that's not quite right. Like everybody needs to be treated exactly the same because we all feel things exactly the same. Yeah. Most guys our age also don't play music on the streets for fun, so we're not the normalist. <laughs> but we think it's important to 
kind of get talking about some things that society has told us not to talk about. Well, the fact that you do means you're a, a really close cohort. You'll look after each other and you'll keep each other safe and well. Yeah. And that's, that is the number one thing in, in good mental health, just like good physical health, is you'll watch out for each other. You know, if you make decisions that perhaps are slightly poor, you will also point those out for each other as well. Well, leading on from that, while we're also a really tight group of guys and we're really close and we can always talk about stuff, we're also trying to help out the community like through the Are You OK Day and similar events, but not in specific mental awareness or health awareness days, but just in our general playing. Because if you come and see us, you see people doing a little jig out front or smiling or just laughing along with us and not necessarily giving us money, but just stopping and watching us. And you can just see some people go from being a bit gloomy to happy and that's really nice yeah i think music is something that's always been integral to humanity and when people hear it they recognize it as um a human value and that they want us to keep playing and they enjoy what we do especially when we performed at are you okay day we got um a singer to sing that song for us because the lyrics are really important and integral to humans and they recognize that especially on a day such as that when you talk about mental health and people not being okay it's really important think uh, when you've got the awareness days it's fantastic because it raises the awareness but the follow-up it's actually making sure that the conversation keeps going isn't it yeah, yeah it's a very important part so that's why if a couple of days later we did uh, make a post on facebook uh, a good paragraph about um you know why we think it's so important and uh people can go back to our facebook page and if they're looking at our music they can um yeah, they can read up on what we've done and they can have a look at the performance. Uh, and, you know, we're always happy to talk to people about that sort of stuff if they want to, yeah. With your school, do you think that it... I mean, I've noticed that you've got uh, the social justice team. They go to um, Hornsby and Guy Youth Mental Health Forum each year. Um, there's another one in April this coming year 2017 so maybe you should all ask if you could go on that as being you know advocates yeah i definitely reckon that'd be a good idea we'd like to promote it a maybe bit i more, should I think. put you forward as the band to play oh thank you very much <laughs> i could actually yeah no, no i will I'll, well you never know i'll ask but it just seems it's like a really good match and it's all it is all about talking about mental health so you know, the idea is that if you've got someone who's already walking that talk and trying to raise the awareness. And as, again, it's not, that's not a, everything about what you do, but it's good to have that conversation. All right. Well, I think we should play Hallelujah because I would love to talk more about, about it. You know, what made you, why you like it. What, and there's a different feel in this one. Patrick's rubbing his hands. He clearly <laughs> likes it. So without further ado, this is Hallelujah and Summertime 6 on Triple H 100.1 FM. <laughs> Thank you. 
that hallelujah by summertime six their own arrangement isn't that right patrick yeah um we kind of we listen to the song and especially as um leonard cohen passed away this year we decided to like honor that kind of old music because we want to like keep it alive and keep it new and fresh and we decided it's such a beautiful song we it sound it would sound really nice with our instruments particularly so we kind of got in a room and we started jamming on it I started playing the chords, and then Tom was kind of, like, working out the notes. He was like, mm, is that right? Is that an F, a G? And then you just kind of build off that, and it kind of became something else. So beautiful. You, but you can really feel that you love it. Yeah. And um, also, I'm going to give out a shout-out to Zach De Silva. He came in and played that bass solo for us. Um, usually, you really don't have a bass solo in any song, but um, we decided to break the rules a bit because it sounded so good. How do you all feel when you play Hallelujah? Is it is it one that just because it's it's so it settles in the body so much more than the others? Um, yeah, obviously, as you can tell, it's an emotional song, and if you're not feeling that yourself, then your audience won't be able to feel it. So, music's not so much just black and white; just play the note. It's so much about your emotions as well, and you've got to express that um, through your playing. And that kind of song, you really need to kind of get in the right mindset. And it's one of the songs that you kind of close your eyes to play and you just kind of let your emotions do the talking Start rocking back and forth. And just <laughs> if, if you're ever actually there watching us play, I'm not sure about myself, but I know watching Tom play the melody there, he steps forward, shuts his eyes, and he just plays and you see him really get into the song. So I think that emotion is what we're all kind of starting to feel in that song and some other songs. Yeah, I think it's the awesome part about improvising especially because there's no music for you to follow. There's no... Um, so you can just choose how you want to go, uh, which is really fun because, you know, if uh, you can play really whatever you're feeling um, as long as it sort of fits the music. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, improvising is uh, such an awesome part of uh, playing jazz, and especially in this group, yeah. Yeah, good job, Dan. Yeah, yeah, for me with Hallelujah, it's really nice to just sit back play a beat and listen to the you know the trumpet and sax melody it's really nice and just enjoy the emotion from that very lovely and Lachlan you're the only one who doesn't play in this (laughs) in this one yeah so I decided that this song was was more of a somber tone and the soprano didn't really fit so you bring a bit too much like yay! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> took on for the team. Sat down. You can't, you can't, you can't do the triangle or the um, what was the other one? You d- really triangles a very difficult instrument. Yeah, I don't know if he's quite that talented. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, when you're playing the triangle, you uh, I know from experience in concert band, you got to sit out for about 176.5 bars, and oh. you got to play the right note at the exact right time. So. And everyone notices when exactly. you don't. No. So as you can see, it's one of the hardest instruments yeah. in the band. So we're very glad to have some beautiful percussionists here to yes. teach us. Yes. So tell me about band. Tell me about what it's like at school, because oh. obviously this is what you do for fun. Um, but are you all doing music for HSC or anything like that? Yeah, so I think yeah, Tom's um, dropped it for I, um, economics. economics. I think half of us are doing music, so I know myself, Sam, Lachlan and Daniel Berry here. Oh, I was going to talk about the school bands. Uh, yeah. So um, there's a f- quite a few bands and ensembles at our school, but um, the six of us are mainly in the concert band and the stage band. 
Um, so the concert band is just like for everyone who plays an instrument, um, brass, wood, woodwind and percussion. And yeah, our music teachers direct it on Friday mornings and we just play sort of, you know, cool pieces usually like sort of James film, Bond film, yeah, yeah. Like film yeah, scores yeah. and stuff but Harry Star Potter and been doing Star Wars, Star Wars and we just yeah. started practicing that for our Pirates of the Caribbean for our end of year assembly we actually yeah. got told last Friday we got stuck Star Wars on our music stands and said now we're playing this on Tuesday so practice up so. yeah <laughs> yeah and I need um, like that seven timpanis for that song the school only has two so <laughs> that's not good Patrick what are you going to do um, so I kind of adjust the timpanis halfway through, like a bar. If I have a spare time, I just lower You're the pedal. slightly rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> Even Very in the so. band, really. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's part of music. It you is, isn't it? go outside the box and be Absolutely. different. Absolutely. And so now you've dropped it for economics, haven't you? No, that's you? Tom. That's me. Oh, that's Tom. Yeah. I was going to do music. I've done music since year seven. Yes. And I'm really tight with the music teachers, so a bit upset to be dropping it after yeah. the end of this year, but... You know how HSC is. Well, you know, uh, music is something that stays with you for your whole life. Yeah, and I'll definitely keep playing. I'm not going to stop playing just because of music. Because like you were saying earlier um, about, like, the emotion of music, music's kind of an escape for us as well. So if we're having, like, a really bad day, then I'll just – I'll play my guitar or my trumpet. And it's, like you were saying about using your emotions, it definitely is a really good outlet. Yeah. Um, And we'll – definitely keep doing that later in life i've just noticed that if whatever's going on when i go and practice the guitar or play the guitar it's just me with me and i've got to concentrate and it's something that you get quite still doing you you your focus becomes really you know onto one thing yeah it's definitely yeah well even though i play percussion as sort of my primary instrument I can also play piano and I certainly find, like, I don't really play it with the boys much, although I do sometimes, but I find it really nice to play at home just to, you know, like Tom was saying, just escape and yeah. enjoy the beauty of music. Yeah. Yeah, and going back to, uh, you know, our bands at school, it's uh, really fun often in concert band because um, we all have such a deep connection. Um, I'm just able to, you know, start playing a bass line or something like that. And then, you know, in the uh, middle of rehearsal when we're having a break, we'll just start uh, jamming with one of our songs, which Excellent. is really fun. Excellent, that's know, a bit good. Of <laughs> Sorry, miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if our music teachers are listening... Firstly, we love concert band. Secondly, sorry for dropping music. <laughs> and so, a real passion for the sh- for the stock market. Really. Do you? You re- no, you sa- you I don't, don't sound very convinced by that at no. all. So you may be back in the music program within no, six months of starting economics. <laughs> and thirdly, just leading on from that, we're really sorry for all the music lessons and everything where we've had a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our. I'm sure they wouldn't <laughs> ask you to apologise for having fun in the class. Uh, probably oh. a few of the times they'd oh, like really? us to apologise. The uh, wheat bix. Um, <laughs> oh. So you were leading people astray. Oh well, uh, if um, actually five of us do music right now. Daniel doesn't do music as it didn't fit in his timetable. Yeah. But right now he does commerce, and every single <laughs> commerce lesson without fail, we manage to get our teachers to sign a little note. We go over to the commerce classroom and say. Please, sir, uh, can you please excuse Daniel from class? <laughs> I think that's just outed. I'm not sure that's going to work. Oh, it's the end of term anyway. That's, that's it. Yeah. Right at the yeah, end of term. that's the beauty yeah. of your term. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So um, we've probably got time to play one of your songs as we go out. What do you reckon? Um, I'm going to say hello. Do we all agree with yeah, that? Yeah, let's play hello. Hello yeah. by Adele. 
Okay. So it's an instrumental cover, so there's no vocals, but we just share around the yeah. melody. Obviously, yeah. we could have got Tom to sing. You're a singer, Tom. Speaking of which, we had an oh, assembly no. on Friday. Yeah. And we played this song. We also played another song, and we all sang it. And it was you oh, sang yeah. it. It was breathtaking. All of us. We all. It was. It was something. And breathtaking in a good, or bad way. No, There's an element way. of sarcasm in your voice, which is we concerning me, Tom. Levels of awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> my my parents didn't realise it was a joke and said they thought the first song was, you know, a bit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a, um, you know, it was a great piece just to muck around with. Like I'd never played bass guitar before, and they, uh, <laughs> we realised we needed a bass line, so I jumped on bass guitar and learnt that uh, uh, beforehand. So it was just good fun to, yeah, you know, try something different because yes. it was a, you know, a bit more of a rock song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a song from Shrek called All Star by Smash Mouth. It was lots of fun to sing. Yeah, um, I also played tambourine for that one. Well, very difficult. Like like up, the yeah. triangle, right? Except for that actually there's more there's to do with a tambourine. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. shaking it back and forth, getting those semi-clavers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and making just sometimes there's a little wiggle, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Going up, going down, mm-hmm. side to side. And then more importantly, you've got to stop it when there's a break in the music. Somehow. Because <laughs> everyone hears when yep. you don't stop on time. Yep, yep. I was asked not to play percussion, as you can tell. <laughs> Still scarred so many years later. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much for being in the studio with me today. Um, Thank you, Dan, Tom, Patrick, Daniel, Sam and Lachlan. I wish you all great success over the rest of this year in in your fundraising and busking. Make sure you tell us where you're going to be. I'll come down and get a live recording. Uh, um, On behalf of all of us, thanks a lot for having us. We've had a great time. It's been awesome to chat. Thanks. Pleasure. And we'll have you back in again. Of course, we'll be happy to come back whenever. Yeah, well, there you go. And I will get in touch with um, the councils and we'll see if we can get that teed up because that would be really great to have you. All right, um, so now we're going to have Hello Summertime 6. You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy. (laughs) 